Hello and welcome to the Central Lion George Little Rock Football Podcast, brought to you by the CLGLR Quarterback Club. We're recording live from the Rock River Brewery in downtown Rock Rapids. Now, here are your hosts, former CLGLR head coach Toby Lorenzen, current offensive line coach Dwayne Postma, and current CLGLR head coach Curtis Ben. Back to pass is Zach. Now he's going to tuck. He's going to run. He's got room right up the middle of the field. Cuts to the outside. To the race to the corner. Will Zach get there? Yes, he will. Zach Lutler's got the touchdown. Welcome back to our bonus episode of for season two. Uh, I'm your host, Curtis Eben. I am in my sixth year as a head coach here at Central Line George Little Rock. Um, also with me, uh, we're going to move over to Dwayne Postma. He's going to introduce himself. We're going to introduce our coaching staff uh, in a round table. Like, so that way you guys recognize their voice and uh, can be heard a little bit more when we explain things, you know who's talking. So, My name is Dwayne Postma. I have been at Central Lion for a really, really long time. <laughs> I think it's, I think this will be my 39th season. So uh, it's been awesome. So next. Uh, I'm Travis Shipper. I'm the newest guy on the staff. I've been starting my second season with CLGLR football. And it, it, even though it's my second season, it's awesome. It is awesome to be a part of it. <laughs> Uh, Mitch Lupkis, starting my ninth season here at Central Island, Georgia Little Rock. Uh, Grant Engel, I'm on my sixth year here at Central Island, Georgia Little Rock. Keith Van Beek, I'm on my 27th year. Jeff Cruz, I am on my 12th year. Well, there we go. Now we can recognize the, the voices, uh, the names and the voices. Uh, Again, I wanna, our, another big part of our uh, coaching staff is our junior high coaches, uh, and those guys are Dale Jansma. Uh, he's over 20 years. Matt Deitch, uh, he's got to be around 20. Uh, Kyler Huseman and Sam, uh, Sam Cruz. And so we have four junior high coaches, and uh, they do a heck of a job down there at that lower level, and um, really, uh, you know, that's the foundation of any program from the junior high standpoint, and uh, those guys uh, do a nice job down there. So we're going to move in a little bit, talk about uh, our upcoming season here, but we're going to start with our, our summer lifting and acceleration program that we implemented this spring. Uh, Coach Ingle will kind of describe what we're doing and uh, where it's going. Yeah, so coming, starting the spring, we wanted to do something a little different, so we started making contacts with Avera um, because some of the, our kids were going up to Sioux Falls or doing a lot of the acceleration, so... Um, we communicated with Avera quite a bit um, to try to get the, a lifting program through them and also get this acceleration through them. And um, it all worked out, and we got all, all the um, things figured out. And so it actually went really well. Um, this summer has been progressing really well. I think it's one of the better summers we've had. Um, and we have a lot of coaches that are willing to put in the work and be there every day and I'm very thankful for that. Coach Lubkus and Coach Shipper um, kind of ran the acceleration part that Avera presented and um, they took a hold of that and the kids really took a hold of the acceleration part. Um, the lifting was through Avera as well um, and again it was a group of coaches that were up there every day kind of pushing the kids getting after it and that's for the boys and that's for the girls and so We've had a very successful summer, so it's been it's been good. It's been a good um, agreement between 
Central Line, Georgia Rock, and um, Avera. So it's been very. How many days a week do we lift, Coach Ingle? Four days a week we lift for the boys, and then three days a week for the girls. And we have two days each week for acceleration, and we get after it, which is good. I would yeah. agree. It's been a great summer. For the acceleration side, usually Tuesdays are more of the conditioning side, then Thursdays are more plyometrics. So Tuesday speed, conditioning, and Tuesday's a lot of footwork stuff, a lot of quickness. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been fun working with, with Avera, and it's just nice having that where we can reach out and, yeah. you know, they're always, for sure. there's al they're always available for us to get options or, you know, ideas off of. So. Yeah, I think the, I, I, I was really excited about the acceleration piece. Um, we're the first ground acceleration that they've implemented in the school system. Um, they always do the treadmill workouts, but this would be the first ground acceleration program, which they've, so we were kind of the guinea pig, but I think our kids really took a hold of it, and the coaches really took a hold of it and really drove it home, and so I think it's really been good for our kids, so. Yeah, I completely agree with you guys. That's been a great summer. Our kids have uh, shown some huge improvements in, in what they're doing, so and, and it's a big part of it. Um, we're going to talk a little bit. This, you know, this year we really tried to uh, do a lot more football activity stuff in the summertime, and one of it that we started with was our seven-on-seven. Seven. I'm going to let Coach Cruz talk a little bit about that and uh, um, kind of what we did. Yeah, we uh, earlier in the spring, uh, starting back actually about February, we started contacting some schools and uh, trying to get a little seven-on-seven, seven, um, almost like a little league put together, and uh, contacted a whole bunch of schools, um, probably 20 schools that uh, we don't actually play. We obviously didn't want to uh, do seven-on-seven seven with our district, um, so we contacted schools in Minnesota, South Dakota, Iowa. Um, we all basically have the same... Um, rules when it comes to seven on seven in the summertime. Uh, we had originally had eight teams signed up. Um, and then as the, we got closer and closer, a couple of them dropped out, had six going into the summer. Um, we set up three Sundays, uh, kind of every other Sunday, uh, about seven o'clock at night, just get together, do uh, two rounds of seven on seven, two games. Um, we modeled it, modeled it after uh, the AAU seven-on-seven seven stuff we have that you can you see, but then we also there was a, there's some seven-on-seven seven tournaments that high schools put out uh, around the state of Iowa, and we kind of got a hold of their rules and their formats and modified it to fit what we wanted to do. Um, ended up working out really well. We ended up only having five teams, but it actually worked out better for us because we were able to split our, our varsity into two two uh, teams, a purple and a gold team. Um, so we got a ton of reps. Uh, we ended up doing two. 40-minute games each night, so we got four games in. Um, the last one, we had uh, some conflicts with uh, some other teams, um, and then we had our, some kids from our from our own schools that couldn't make it, so we ended up canceling the last week. But uh, overall, it, it really really uh, helped us in our passing game get to just more reps. Um, you know, defensively, they got to work on their drops and their coverages and and things like that. Um, the coaches that were involved, I think, were very uh, appreciative of it. Um, the schools were us, Lamar's, Sioux Center, um, Worthington, Adrian Ellsworth. Uh, Laverne was going to. They had some conflicts. They couldn't. Uh, the state of Minnesota doesn't have their state uh, track or baseball um, tournament until the middle of June. 
and so they had some conflicts where they couldn't get down here. Uh, Sioux Falls Roosevelt was really interested, they, but they couldn't get work out the busing and those sorts of things. And uh, but a, a good base to build on. Hopefully next summer we can keep it going. Get two or three nights. Might maybe start a little earlier, go a little later. Get three or four games in and do it like two times, and uh, just kind of build off of uh, what we started this summer. And so. maybe Jeff, maybe explain a little bit what what are the benefits of the seven on seven? What what's sure. the whole purpose of it? Sure. You know, from the offensive standpoint of it, you know, we get to work on obviously our passing plays, but we get to work a lot on um, you know our spacing, um, just lining up in the formations correctly landmarks we do paint the field somewhat so they have landmarks they know where the hashes are they know where the numbers are they know the out-of-bounds lines are obviously so we get to uh, work a little bit with that um, just calling plays in the summertime and running them helps the kids out a lot because they just get repetition after repetition after repetition um, it works a little bit for conditioning uh, <laughs> not as much as we probably want as coaches and probably too much for in the kitten when it comes to what the kids think but uh, it does a little bit there but you know, the quarterbacks and wide receivers just get a, a ton of reps, and when it comes to throwing, especially a lot of the path, the timing routes that we do, it's just reps. You got to rep it and rep it and rep it, and you can do it on air, just running it. But that's not near the same as having a defender out there. And even you know you're not going to get hit. It's still there's somebody out there trying to trying to you know knock the ball down, those sorts of things. For, so from the offensive standpoint, um, it's just about getting reps. And we we talk, you know, I tell the kids because. You know, the defense always cheats in 7-on-7 seven because seven, they're always they dropping. They cheat all the time. It's not just on 7-on-7. Seven seven. They're cheaters. Talk, talk, They're, talk, they're always talk. cheating. They're always, their linebackers uh, are always uh, dropping uh, before the snap. They start half yard or yard behind where they're supposed to. They don't take their read steps. So. It's an offensive world, I guess. So, we just live in it, isn't it? Sure yeah, is. you're right. Whatever the offense wants. You're right. So, so that, doesn't, that doesn't give you a license to be cheaters. <laughs> just saying, you guys better score 42 points a game. Uh, so, anyway, so we, we just talk a lot about offense. About, like, it's about running the right route it's about making the right decision you know if the defend if the defenders are cheating on their drops a little bit that's 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 their prerogative we'll, you know in the game in a real game we'll just run the ball down their throats that's okay but uh no for the, it's uh, a lot of help i think with the with the, the timing and the chemistry of the wideouts and the um so what the wide receivers and the quarterbacks so through through the summer with the with our own seven on seven organized deal mm -hmm. and uh, at at SDSU with their seven on seven, how many how many competitions did we have? Um, probably about nine or ten okay. total, I think, is where we ended up. Um, did you see Did you see improvement from beginning to oh, yeah. finish? I think having the one we did one session before SDSU, and having that session, I think, really really helped and jumpstart the team camp because we had a lot of stuff down and a lot of reps that we could just jump into it and the the wideouts and the quarterback knew exactly what they were going to do for the most part as opposed to learning it right there and uh, I think it really helped us. I know, defensively, Coach Lupkus, I'm sure you guys found some benefit in it as well. Well, yeah, we, we figured out our drops and we figured out where we got to be and when we got to be there, you know. Um, but, you know, back in the seven-on-seven, seven, though, our kids, it wasn't just like our varsity kids. It was every single kid. Yeah got tons of reps because we were actually running two teams on seven on seven. Yeah, we, we had uh, some of those kids did not have a, a break because break, some of them didn't have a sub. No, <laughs> no. Because not everybody can make it every night and uh, it's not, it's obviously it's voluntary so whoever can make it can make it but uh, there, there was nights I, thought, I think that uh, the first night we got there and we only had six guys for the second team on offense or, or defense or one of the two and uh, we'd have pull 
someone up from the first team or from the gold team to the purple team, and they took every single rep the entire night. So obviously, getting reps is. is I didn't. Uh, I didn't come to ours on uh, those Sunday evenings, but I around the ones up at SDSU. The one thing that I would would like to see, because uh, uh, it does not include the linemen, obviously. Um, I think there needs to be a point, some type of point system to make it, you know, competition going against somebody else, there's a natural competition. But to be able to score points and declare a winner, I think, is really important to these kids in the competition part of it. And I know that's something up in, up in Brookings. I think, I think they need to work on that because it, it gets to be a little bit of a chore to the kids after a while if there's no real reward for them to say that they beat a Minneapolis school or something like that, you know? And that is, that is that's how we ran ours okay. in, in town here. We had, uh, we had officials. Um, they didn't really call, uh, you know, I mean, they were out there to call fouls, but they were mainly out there to keep track of the score. You only had, you only had four seconds to throw the ball. Um, you had one first down, a 40-yard field to get one first down at the 20-yard line. Um, so we, Good. with our own seven-on-seven, seven, we made it a little bit more game ish that, that, that's the aau rules with it that you play okay. AAU seven on seven we followed those rules basic basic rules um but uh yeah we we definitely had a winner every single time make sure that good. we knew who won the game good no that was a great uh again just get kids running around thinking football and uh again a, a lot of reps um that which led us into sdsu camp uh that was the third week in june um again we were able to take almost all the kids up there um to help with the quarterback club um, you know, financially, it was a, a reasonable camp to the kids. Uh, you know, we got, went up to a, uh, up there, and again, we we faced teams from all over. But uh, the teams we faced this year was uh, Fairmont, um, Marshall, Osseo, Rockford, Egan, and Farmington. And then on top of that, uh, and Marshall. Um, that's maybe I said Marshall, but anyway, um, Maple Grove. Yeah. Maple Grove yeah. was another one we played in the Jackrabbit competition. But just our scrimmage-wise. We played the teams that I mentioned, so some really good um, just team competitions that we faced throughout that camp, and uh, obviously, and then the Jackrabbit Challenge, we faced Maple Grove, we faced, um, who are the Titans? Tartan. 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 Um, you know, quite a few Farmington, six, yeah. farm, quite a few 6A schools that are in Minnesota, so for our kids, uh, again, different defenses, different, different offenses, uh, you know, we ended up having a really good camp, uh, came up, obviously, we, we we, we end up winning. We took our, two teams too. Took yeah. two teams, so yeah. a ton of reps for again for the same point. Yeah. Of, you know, that was something that we've never done in the past is taking two teams up to SDSU. We've always taken one team, and then we just kind of rotate. Well, this year we were fortunate enough to, you know, include some sophomores with our junior seniors, and we, we took two teams up there, a purple and gold team, um, and then uh, our purple team ended up winning their side um, of the competition. Yeah, we did. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, dominated. Right. I mean, took, really took care of business. Yeah, it did, and, and that was huge for those guys. It's a ton of reps, you know, and and then the vars- and then the, the gold team. Uh, those guys came in and uh, had an extremely good camp. Ended up uh, making the Jackrabbit uh, championship, and it, it comes down to a coin toss, and it's uh, offense or defense in five yards, and uh, Osseo got. Uh, they're five yards, so we got second at the team camp. And, and that fact, you know, we played Osseo earlier that day uh, in the in the S Jack. Played them tough. Uh, I think we scored three times. They scored once. Um, so again, overall throughout the, you know, I felt like we could hold our own against almost all teams. So 
Um, you know, I, I was, it's kind of fun with those camps, you know, number one for development for us. Uh, and then, you know, you have the team, team chemistry is a big part of living in the mm -hmm. dorms. You know, they, at night they go, they stay in the dorms and they sit there and hang out with their, their friends and meet a lot of other people from other schools. And they just kind of build that, that team chemistry, <laughs> sit in the dorms and then going out and competing the next, uh, throughout the days. Uh, it's a, again, and then perspective of our prospects of our kids getting recruited from, you know, those colleges up there that get to see our kids and see how they move and, and where they're at. So that's, that's always fun too. So kind of a fun little story there with this, uh, Curtis. Um, it was during the Jackrabbit competition uh, when our defense was in the midst of one of their, I believe we were out there for 14 consecutive plays, which is unheard of in that competition. I forget where the guy was from, one of these bigger schools. One of their assistant coaches, we, we got talking about where, who we were, where we were from. Yeah. Um, I said, well, I told him, you know, where we were from, and we're just, just east of Sioux Falls. I think, I think when he heard me say Sioux Falls, he's like, oh, okay, you're, you're a pretty big outfit. And then he asked me, how big is your school? And I said, well, we share with George Little Rock. Between the two schools, we've got between 300 and 325 kids. Oh, that 325 per class. I said, no, that's our, that's, that's, that's our total enrollment in our, between our high schools. And he looked at me and he said, you, you're telling me you got 325 kids and you're out here kicking the crap out of these dudes? And I said, that's us. That's right. I think, I think, I think that conversation happened a lot with us at the lower yeah, level yeah. too. Like the, our lower level guys were just, our purple squad was kicking some serious butt. Yeah. We got the conversation of, same thing like okay how big is your school and we would they would always we'd always tell them 325 350 and they would go oh yeah the class oh yeah decent size like no that's the total amount yeah. of kids yeah. and they're like are you kidding me like because some of these schools <laughs> just had enormous amount of kids and, like and you get the feeling and by saying that we we went up there and did well we've got a long way to go but we did we did well and our kids represent themselves very very well with that type of competition, they 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 really like it, and uh, it was fun. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Another great camp, and uh, I think our kids—they're probably a little sore afterwards, but uh, did, did an outstanding job throughout that camp. Um, you know, and then we had another opportunity that we set up in the spring with uh, a Gorman. Um, we had a camp team camp up there, a one-day team camp, one up there, and uh, uh, you know, really, I thought. Played pretty well for three quarters of, of the of the of the camp, and then uh, thought the last little bit defensively we kind of let down. Um, you know, just you know, it's a little. We want offense, and then we want the JV, then we want off a uh, defense, and then JV. You know, just rotated. And I think that downtime throughout the night kind of wore on our kids a little bit. But I tell you what, it it was a, a good team camp. You know, it, it, I thought we I thought we played extremely well at times, and. Um, um, you know, just, again, getting out and exposing ourselves. And, you know, I, a shout-out to Gorman for hospitality-wise, giving our kids pizza and drinks and cookies and everything else, and they had plenty of it, and they really took care of us. Um, something, you know, he was he – was uh, Jason Poppinga, the, the head coach at Gorman, was extremely complimentary of us and excited for next year to do it again. So, um, neat little uh, – neat little um, like team camp that – maybe something that can continue throughout the years, you know, going back to SJSU, you know, I, I think back, you know, it's, it's kind of fun. The biggest thing with that camp is that you see newcomers, like guys that maybe didn't help you in the past. And, uh, 
they, you know, they pad up. And, you know, the biggest thing is you always see juniors that become seniors and they take some leadership roles. Um, they kind of fill out. They kind of understand their bodies. And the next thing you know, they go up and they, they play tough football. You know, I, I think of like an Evan Kruger that came out at the – I thought Evan played an extremely good camp at SDSU. And it was really fun to see, you know. You got Caden Van Berkham that came back off of um, – you know, broke his leg during the West Sioux game last year. Finally got him healthy and back running around. So you got a couple guys that, again, you don't just – you expect things and you kind of know it, but it's, it was really good to see him back running around and, and feeling good. Yeah. So it's, you got you got to talk about Noah to Hark, though, for that, that SDSU camp because <laughs> the kid – talk about a kid who was waiting to come back and put pads on. We, I, don't, I don't remember the name of the team we were playing. They weren't – they were not great. But Noah got the ball, I think, on a little swing pass or maybe a, a, just a bubble. And Noah lowered his shoulder into that, that kid's sternum. That kid was not ready to take a hit yeah. like Noah delivered. I think Noah had been waiting almost 18 to one. 24 months <laughs> to put a shoulder into somebody. Noah just runs around with a smile on his face because he's running around out there. You yeah. know, and, and when you talk about the Gorman, too, like Josh Elbert wasn't fully cleared for contact at SCSU, you know, so you, you yeah. saw that with Josh a little bit at O'Gorman. And, yeah, he had a and, lot of fun. You know, I'm going to kind of go back to, like, what Coach Evans was talking about earlier about the chemistry factor of, like, the SCSU and the team camp of being in the dorms. You know, because we actually made a change for our lifting where we were split. We we're four days in George, four days in Central Lion, and now we're, now we're two days together and we're two days apart, but... I feel like after SCSU, you really start to see that chemistry even more in the weight room. Like, these guys are really starting to like to be around each other, and yep. you st that's where you start to see kind of the leadership taking, taking shape. So it's been, just been fun to see. There's no doubt. It's, uh, it's been a great summer. Our guys, you just see a lot of – I feel like this summer, the leadership alone has been improved tremendous from the standpoint of where, where we're at in the weight room and um, going through it. So. A little bit of an example of that too, Coach. It was uh, at SDSU. We sort of transitioned at our center position, which is very, very key in this offense. Um, where Chase, we sort of transitioned Case, at Chase out of the position and a couple of young guys into it, uh, Gabe Schulte and, and Sam Christensen, and uh, moved Chase to guard right, right during the camp, during, during a scrimmage actually. And uh, he takes hold of that guard position. As I always tell our guys, a good center in our, in our system should know all the positions, and he did. And uh, Gabe moves in, doesn't know the, 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 the uh, communication things very well. Uh, so Chase right next to him, he, he just sort of takes over making the calls before the play. Uh, so you talk about developing leadership. Uh, uh, just just kind of think about what Chase went through that during that time to accept a position change and to just to take hold of it and really do a good job. The one thing I noticed with Chase then is you could watch him more just as, a, as an offensive lineman. Uh, sometimes with, at the center position with the snapping, uh, th that's the big thing, you know. But man, oh man, he does a good job. He does a good job in his blocking aspect where I noticed that a whole bunch more because I I needed to, you know, needed to watch it. So that was just an example of how a leadership yeah. can develop. Absolutely. And I, Chase is a good example. So those little things, too, that you develop as a team and you, and you um, see things before the season starts that, you know, that you can do as you go through. So uh, we're going to move on to our, our, our district for next season. It's the same as uh, it was this year for us. Um, obviously, uh, CLGLR, Cherokee, Okaboji, Sheldon, Unity, and West Lion are within our district. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about last year and this, uh, talk about, you know, the big new change or at least 
from the scheduling standpoint is that there's no longer a ninth grade, um, yep. you know, game or ninth grade uh, team, team, basically. Yeah. A lot of things. A couple, last year, the conference ads kind of came through and said, "No, more, there's some schools that struggle with having numbers, so they they just filter on down." And so now it's called JVR. And so your your old ninth grade is now JVR, and your you know your JV is still your JV, um, which is mostly your tenth grade. Some juniors will play help out, but um, so last year our JVR went five one and one. Uh, we, uh, first game again. First game against Westu was rained out, uh, like a quarter into it. <clears throat> Our JV went three, three and one. Um, but again, just playing through injuries and move. You know, JV is a is a team that doesn't practice hardly out throughout the entire week because they, they're they're up there making the varsity better. And so getting them to filter in and getting uh, getting them reps, and then all of a sudden on on Monday night going to play football, it, it's tough for those guys. Um, we always say it's a lot of credit to those to those guys to make our varsity better. But uh, uh, they did a nice job last year, obviously. And then our varsity went seven and four last year, and we'll talk about our schedule with those guys uh, down the road here. But um, a couple of things are uh, you know uh, coaching changes or position wise. Uh, Coach Gertis uh, stepped down this past year. Um, we absorbed his position within our own coaching staff. Uh, Coach Ingle and Coach Chipper. Um, Will remain doing their their, their duties, and so uh, you know it's uh, and moving. You know, like again, just coaching wise, same same type of thing that we're doing, except uh, Coach Gertis will um, has stepped down. Touchdown Club for uh, 2022, our CLGLR Touchdown Clubs. Uh, we're going window stickers this year. Uh, um, we'll start selling those August 3rd. Again, you know, our, our Touchdown Club is a big part of our football program, and the fact that you know. Again, we lower the price of our, our kids going to our camps, all camps. Um, you know, we buy, we try to get those guys, make sure we got food for them. Uh, they got, they need everything they need to be successful. Um, all the money goes back to our kids in some way. Um, from you know, this year we were able to buy a new two-man sled. It's called a tech sled. Um, it's a little bit uh, nicer tech, uh, nicer sled than what we've had in the past. And uh, we got a new five-man sled, which is. Um, Replacing our seven-man sled that we bought in '95, I believe, mm -hmm. um, and I think we're going to hand that down to our junior high over in George and get that over there for those guys. They don't have a seven-man over there, so uh, again, for our, uh, but all those, all the donations that come in for um, our touchdown club go back to our kids in, in, in a lot of different ways. So again, you know, there's our kids will be out, uh, you know, collecting money, and we have competitions with them and. Kids uh, get prizes back for some of that stuff, so it's a, it's, it's a pretty cool deal. Um, Preseason uh, mini camps is Wednesday, August 3rd. We start. We go mini camp uh, the 3rd through the 5th, and then uh, practice starts Monday, August 8th. Um, we just go helmets uh, the first two days, and we put shoulder pads on for three days, and we go full pads, which leads us into that Saturday. We have our inner squad uh, scrimmage at George. Um, starts at 9 a.m. on the field, August 13th. And then the following Friday, we have our scrimmage with Lamars, and that will be at home this year, and that's a 7 o'clock start. And that's something that, again, uh, all levels will play. And, um, you know, it's a, a setup to what we roll into. It's kind of nice because we have a home game, that first game of the year uh, against Boynton Hall Rock Valley, and so that just rolls into it. But uh, talk a little bit about our JV varsity, our JVR and our, and our JV schedule. Uh, we start off with West Sioux, then we go MOC, September 6th, Sioux Center, 
And then we got a JVR only September 15th versus Laverne. And that's at George. And then we go uh, JV only that Monday versus Laverne, uh, October 19th. And then we go September 19th. That's a typo on my oh, part. Sorry, sorry. September 19th, yeah. <laughs> then we go September 26th at West Lyon, Sheldon. And then the October 3rd is a split site. We have JV at Sheldon and JVR at Emmitsburg. So, uh, again, Sheldon wasn't able to fill a ninth grade schedule, so Emmitsburg, we got Emmitsburg to pick up that. That JVR with Emmitsburg is at George, right? It's not at Emmitsburg? No, it's at home here in town. It's in town? Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah the, the JV will be at Sheldon. JVR will be home. Okay. okay. And then the uh, uh, October 10th, Western Christian, and then we got Boynton Hall Rock Valley to finish off the year. So is, the, is the West two games, is that two games? Yes, that's a two-game one. That replaces the uh, – Lamar's. The Lamar's, Lamar's game that we lost yep. last year. Yep. But that will be JVR and JV. We have a full eight-game schedule for both JVR and JV, awesome. at least nice. as of right now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, until something happens, but that's, that's where we're at. So, again, good review of our – a good schedule. You know, it's great to have great competition, um, you know, at that level and to get both teams as many reps and games as we can. And we, so, Coach Dan Cruz uh, – is our AD, he works extremely hard to get that schedule completed, and, and uh, he did that this year with adding uh, the Emmitsburg game in there and then the split side of Laverne throughout the season. So uh, talk, talk a little bit about last year's team and losing the, some starters. Uh, the, the starters we lost at graduation is uh, Cooper, Spees, Rex Van Wyde, Jay Schrick, Taylor Putnam, J.J. Vanergy, Lyle Moore, Cale Schulte, and Max Gruse. Uh, you know, again, great group of seniors that uh you know a lot of a lot of years of experience within that uh just a shout out this saturday lyle moore plays in the iowa shrine bowl um starts at four o'clock four o'clock four or four thirty um, in cedar falls in, in cedar falls in, at you and i in the yeah. dome so you know what's funny about this list of kids i look at all these kids and it's, they're just all incredible kids they just they're all going to be really they're going to be really successful in the world, and they're just all really good kids. There's no doubt. I, I mean, I saw Cooper a lot, seen Rex around. He's going to be heading out here. A lot of college football players. There's in a lot of college football players in that group right there. That's a good group of boys. Typical Central Line, George Little Rock yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. Actually, I talked yeah. to Greg Van Wye last night at the fair, and Rex is already down there. He oh, said yeah. it's been really tough, but he said it's, it's been good. He's, a lot it's of kids have went home, but Rex isn't going home. That's all he said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. Well, that's good to see with Rex. And I, I, I can see that with Rex. There is a live stream of the Shrine Bowl as well. If you find the Shrine Bowl on Facebook, you can find the live stream. So anybody maybe, wants to watch Lyle. Maybe we'll get that on our social media. I will work on that. I'll make so, a note right now. I'll get that, get that out to you guys so you guys can see that. Is so, that a hint? Can, can <laughs> that's how, that's how he tells me how to do things. And Lyle, I believe Lyle's hint. playing defensive end, right, Coach? Kurt, Curtis? I, I think so. Or, or not? I don't know. I think so. I think he went down as an old lineman, but they, oh, okay. they changed. When you get down there, they, they figure things out, and they could yeah. change things too pretty fast. So It'll be fun to watch. Well, then Lyle's a great kid, and I'm, I'm excited to watch him on Saturday. So um, talk about our returning starters a little bit. Quarterback safety, Zach Lutmer. Um, uh, H-back, oh, uh, outside linebacker, Caden Van Berkham. Offensive tackle, Maxie Boer. Outside linebacker, Gable Van Beek. Wide receiver, DB, Reese Vanderzee. Tailback, DB, Graham Eben, uh, tailback, wingback, Isaiah Johnson, DN, Chase Thedens, offensive guard, Jack Van Wy, DT, 
Gabe Schulte. Um, again, a good mix, mixture of kids that um, with game experience coming back. Um, well, and that's, again, a big part of what we saw at SDSU and under Gorman. You know, it, it's, it's one of those things I, I was, somebody told me early in my coaching career, and they, they said, when you have good kids, enjoy them. You know, and that, and that right now we got a great group of kids and li led by our, obviously our quarterback, but you can't, you can't tell me that Zach ain't fun to watch when you go to camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's my, he's my, they're all fun to watch. Yeah. They're they, all fun they're, to watch. They're yeah, all fun right. to watch, but Zach is my number one reason why I can't wait to get to practice every day. Yeah. I can tell you that right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I tell you, it, it's, uh, it's, and obviously when you, you're in Iowa commit, you're, yeah. you're a special kid and you deserve that, but yeah, it's, uh, and obviously we're not filling all of our positions. Well, what I'm excited about from, from a lineman standpoint is we've got definite positions to fill, but boy, oh boy, do we got good candidates to fill those positions. And I, that, that's exciting. With, and that bodes well for the next year as well, I might add. Yeah, no, there, I agree with you. You know, there's, that's the thing, you know, we, we, we took a lot of reps at those camps and we had a lot of guys playing but we have a lot of positions that are still open for to yep, battle yep. like oh, that. Yeah. We talked about just the center position alone. We've already moved, made one change there, um, you know, but you can go throughout our, you know, and kids still need to battle, you know, that's, you know, throughout fall camp. Yeah, um, there, there's no position set in stone at, at no means. Nope. I mean, there, you got to earn yep. your spot still. Yep. Yeah. Whether if you were a starter or whatever, you got to earn your spot. Yep. Saw some good things from kids that, you know, even played in the purple team that, we go back and watch tape and you're like, wow, those guys are making, they're making strides and getting better and where they're at. And so, um, you know, it's, again, we put teams together and the fact of trying to get two teams together, but now when we get to fall camp, that stuff all goes aside. We put the best 11 on the field. So. Well, Coach Postman and I went to the lineman challenge and our kids did extremely Very well. well. They lined them up by age and weight, but I'm telling you, all of our kids were in the end. And this in is the one, final. This is one on one, right? Mano a mano stuff, yeah. ten through twelve. Yeah, our, they they dictate are. what your what the tech is and all that. Our kids latched onto it and yeah. did extremely well. Yeah. It was it was fun to watch. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it was good to get those reports when we were doing seven on seven, and then uh, had these these uh, lineman coaches come back and be like, oh yeah, so and so yeah, he made it to the finals, and so and so no, he didn't make it, but that's because. Our own guy beat him yeah. in the semifinals. Yeah. And that happened a lot, <laughs> by the way. It's like he could only not make it all the way because we beat ourselves yeah. in the quarterfinals. Otherwise, we could have had two finalists in this group and that group and both sides of the ball, yeah, all was, age levels. It was fun. For, for, from a line standpoint, offensively, um, this, will be, this will easily be the most competitive. We're, we're, we've got two returning starters and uh, three, we're looking for three guys and with, with probably six candidates for those three positions. This is probably the most competitive uh, job hunt, so to speak, that we've had probably since you've be been head coach. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, there's no and that's doubt. awesome. That is what it's all about. There's no doubt. There's, yeah. there's a lot of talent um, on, our, on our line right now. And, um, yeah. and guys lots, that, of, lots of numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all about yeah, bodies. You know, it is. Definitely yeah. about bodies. We talked even about, you know, like the center position. You know, we had three guys. We were yeah. talking about only having a couple, a couple guys for some positions or one guy for one position in the center position. We ended up rotating someone from the purple team to come up and take some yeah. reps just so we could. And actually, I think we did a guard or tackle too yeah. Uh, yeah. just to get those guys some reps versus some different, yeah. uh, different competition and working with other guys. It gives us the luxury of moving a Chase Thedens yeah. to guard. 
because we've still got two really good candidates for that center job. It's you fun. Know, it's you good know, it's, stuff. Along with that, you still have, um, you know, you may remember Josh Albert last year didn't play. Yeah. Nope. So he automatically comes to the depth chart. You have Noah DeHart that didn't play last year, who both guys probably would have started for us last year yeah. going into the season, and now they're back in the depth chart. So, I mean, we got, we got, we got the depth of where we're at, offense and defense. It's, it's a big it's a big deal. But as we won the Red Valley game last year, yeah, we, we, thought thought, we, had depth. we thought we had depth too. And, but then three plays, we were, we were scrambling. So you got to have that. You got to have that. And, um, you know, three, three you really, plays, we're down to our fourth guy in the corner. Already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't, yeah, exactly. It doesn't take long. You, you know, know and, and of course, obviously, Elbert and, and Terhart, it's unfortunate that they had the year of last year of getting hurt. But also, Reese Manners, he got thrown to the Wolves probably there. Yep. playing safety, but now his experience level has just carried him so much. And I think we're seeing that now just kind of through the summer stuff. He's, you know, so. Yeah, Reese was a big surprise for me at SDSU in camp. And just not that I wasn't, didn't know he could, you know, that he could, could have couldn't do the things he did, but it's the way he handled himself, on, yep. at a wide, especially at wide receiver. And, and Yeah, he did He did everything right. He did everything at, right. At wide receiver. That's, yeah. that's I mean, a that, part that's like. And there so wasn't impressive. a playoff. It yeah. didn't hurt that the quarterback did everything pretty well. Too. I still, well I'm well, talking hey, blocking. He's talking yeah. blocking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. you. Blocking. Yeah. Okay. You know, we got a block for the running back. You know, okay. I still, wow. I still need do, you, a, do you know anything about blocking? There's some of those. What I'm trying to tell you is there's some of those passes. No, You know, nothing against Reese, but there's some of those passes I could have caught, too. I want to see. Well, you got pretty good hands. Let's though. do that. Let's yeah. do it. Let's dial it up. Let's dial it up. Let's dial it up. I want to I can see. do it. Back I, shoulder. I, I, you know, do it over the, the back shoulder. shoulder. Over the shoulder. Don't you I worry about me. I can do no, it. I, let's go, let's see. Do we catch do a pass with fast. Josh Elbert in his face? <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're into watching a little slow motion, you just watch it Well, sometimes Josh has the slow motion too, doesn't he? You know, I tell you what. You know, I actually I'll go on record right now, and I owe a recent apology for the Gorman camp because I, I just chewed him out for not finishing that pass route that and then I go back and watch tape and he gets completely held the guy grabs his jersey and about pulls him down but I thought he slowed down oh okay that a corner uh, route yeah I guess I, did, kinda, I didn't see that I kind of chewed he him didn't out didn't I was the first he, one oh, I haven't seen him yet it. so I haven't seen him oh recently. no he didn't mention no, when he the game though no, See? no, he 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 slightly did the Dwayne. He slightly argued with me, slightly, and then I looked at him, and he just goes, "Yes, I won't do it again." And I, and <laughs> even though he was right, even though just, he was right. So I just I, want <laughs> you to know, Coach Van Beek, that I was the one who noticed that something was wrong with his route. Oh. Am I am I right, Coach? I said it before anybody else. Yeah, no, no. I did, I, I, I did. It's the truth. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, okay, yep. No, he he, he actually did. I'll vouch for it. I was right there too. Yeah. But, and so then I, I proceeded to chew him out, and, and he proceeded to tell me that. I, so you really, thought he was being held the whole time? No, 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 no. no. I just said oh, I he said he gave up route. on his route, but it turns oh. out he was held. Oh. But, but something went wrong. Oh, that's I got for it. sure. Yeah, because the ball was there. Yeah, if, if well, it's not called, it's not holding, right? More of the story right, is. That's where Offensive that, well, lineman? That's where that cheating well, stuff comes in. <laughs> really hard at team right, camp. Right. Really hard at team camp to get the calls in one, I guess. Well, but. not at a Gorman's. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I swear, you cannot put a hand on you offensive guys. Well, I'll tell you what. You, you folks out there, you, you hear us talking about this cheater stuff and all this and some of our discussions. The winner of our discussions always gets the last word in, so you know how well I might do on them, them conversations. Hey, 
Well, it's easy, just, easy just, to get the last word, and we're sick of talking exactly, to him. Exactly. <laughs> how much are we sick of talking just, to him? we got to stop sometime. We don't want to argue for three hours. It's so like, the, just, it's uh, like the kid crying in the crib. You just finally just leave him cry it out. It's like whatever. Yeah. Just I'm going on. back to bed. There's still, yeah. Judy, there's still a bunch of cheaters, them defensive guys. She agrees, yeah. See? She, she just, yeah, Dewey, okay. Not your yeah. grandson, though. He doesn't need to cheat. He's all right. He doesn't need to cheat. Oh, come on. <laughs> Grandma Judy has the other control. Yeah. Um, moving into the season, I'll let Coach Postman start off. Uh, well, what a fun one for me to start with. Yeah. Who do I get? Boynton Hall Rock Valley. All right. They were good last year. It really pains me to admit that and say it, but they were. Um, Wait, when do we play them and where do we play them? We play them at home, first game. Right. August 20, August 26th. I don't know about the date, but I'm, I know one thing. If we've got kids listening to this live tonight or uh, down the road here a little bit, that game should be circled by every returning football player for CLGLR this year, as well as coaches, obviously, and I know that is the case. Uh, they took it to us pretty good. Um, uh, they were a real good football team. We, we went through some tough tough early injuries that really really was a weird deal hot night that night I, I really don't care what the situation is this year but I know I'm speaking for a whole coaching staff uh, I don't care what they've got back um, um, they won't be as good as last year that's all I know for sure um, I don't care who they got back or how good they are but my expectation is for our dudes to really, really get after this game um, against a tough year-in and year-out tough rival that took it to us pretty well last year. And it's the way I see it, the tables are reversed, and uh, my expectation is we get after it very much like they got after it last year. Um, I don't know. That's all I got to say. I don't care if they got new coaches. I don't care if they got 16 guys going to the University of Iowa that aren't back. I don't care how good or bad they are. I expect our guys to have, have a real hungry look in their eye that night. I, I, I agree with you. There's no doubt about it. And, um, you know, the, the sad part about that conversation is going into halftime. We were. Yeah, yeah. Even missed, as, you know, it's like we're. It's, Ah, it's frustrating, but yep, that's part of life. But uh, we're going to move on. Uh, well, hold on. Before we go on, just to explain how hot it was, it was so hot and humid that the batteries in our sideline replay system stopped working. They just said, nah, I'm done. I'm done for the night. <laughs> but the most amazing thing about that is short But the most amazing thing about that is probably what bothered all of us the most was I believe it was just as hot for both teams. Oh, I'm not making an excuse. I'm just saying, like, I've Seemed never like seen that. Seemed like it was that. a little, little hotter for us it than it was yeah. them. Yeah, I agree. I think that's because they probably took it to us pretty good. Yeah, I'd agree. Travis? All right, week two we play uh, Sergeant Bluff-Luton at Sergeant Bluff-Luton. Um, they were 8-3 and three last year with two of their losses being to Boyd and Hall Rock Valley. They lost them in the regular season, and they lost them in the playoffs. I think their third loss, I don't have it in front of me, might have been Harlan. It they was Harlan. Yeah. So, I mean, their three losses were state finalists in the class above us. So they were a darn good program. Uh, we lost them last year. Um, we got down early, as I remember, down early in the, in the first yep. half. We made a run in the second half. 
had a chance right at the end to tie it up or possibly win if we go for two. Yep. Um, really good game for us. I think it's a great game for us non-district to see kind of test where we're at. And Sergeant Bluff is good year in and year out. Um, obviously, we don't play them on the JV or JV level, but so we don't know really what they have coming back. I know they lost some really good kids, but I know their quarterback is back and some other quality kids are back for them too. So. Yeah, they got an all-state lineman back. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, that's, it's, a fun, it's a fun game for us. There's no mm -hmm. doubt about it. You know, go down to Sergeant Bluff. Mm -hmm. yep. Their facilities are second to none. Um, speaking, we'll talk about this throughout, but I believe every one of our away games is on turf this year. It is. <laughs> yeah, it is. So just a kind of a <laughs> unique thing. And that is at Sergeant Bluff, isn't it? Yep. Yes, it is. Coach Lovkiss? Uh, yeah, week three, Friday, September 10th at West Sioux. Versus West Sioux, yeah. sorry. Oh, versus West Sioux. I may not have uh, updated all of these correctly. You're, you're, I'll correct myself. you got to be yeah. better. I am. I already, already, be already noticed the Cherokee one. Is yeah, I know, wrong. I know. All right, all right. Uh, West Sioux went 11-2 last year. We're state runners-up to Ben Meter. Um, we won that game last year. We did not play a full game on the JV or JVR no. last year because it got rained out halfway through. Halfway but, through the first game. Yep, so halfway the through the first didn't one. didn't get anything. Yep. Um, but we know West Sioux's got some dudes coming back. They got speed. They got a really good quarterback. They got a couple really good running back wide receiver. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have our hands full. You know, there, I ran into a dad at, uh, out in Wisconsin Dells, uh, Jarrett Lineot, um, Brady Lineot's dad. And he's kind of a pussy. <laughs> I, I, I hope yeah. he's listening. <laughs> no, he's, uh, but, you know, he, he, yeah, he's a good dude, and he was just wishing us the best of luck. But it was funny, one of those deals. But, uh, you know, it's, it's been fun playing those guys. A little rivalry going between us the last couple of years. And, uh, um, you know, they, they respect us just like we respect them. And, uh, like I said, they're going to be extremely talented at their skill positions going into next year. So. Didn't you? Didn't somebody come back saying how they think they got the best bunch of linemen they've had yeah. in several years? Yes. Uh, I think maybe Jason Engelman told us that uh, they're, they're real high on their, their O-line, D-line. So maybe the biggest lineman they've ever had. Yeah, well, I hope our big boys are listening tonight because that'll be a good challenge for them. Absolutely. Yep. Um, I'm up next. Uh, we play West Lion, the Beef Bowl at home, September 17th. Um, obviously, it's a big game for us. This will be, you know, last year at this time, the, you know, Rock Valley Boyden Hall, state runner-ups. Sergeant Bluff, we talked about who they lost to. Um, state runner-ups and state champs. West Sioux State runner-ups and West Lyon State runner-ups. So our first four games was a, was a meat grinder in that fact. But, um, you know, again, that's our first district game. Um, and our guys got to be ready to go. And, um, you know, I think every one of our seniors, our juniors, our sophomores, they understand what, what's, uh, what's on, the, on the ballot that night at home. So lost to them twice last year, 21-14 in the regular season and 24-7 in the quarters, um, the quarterfinals. So... Games have been very competitive last on all levels, like the last three years. Yeah, with this, with us and West Lions. So, uh, I believe we go to to Cherokee That's on Friday, September twenty fourth. Um, Cherokee went four and five last year. Um, they didn't make the playoffs. Um, we end up winning sixty four to twelve, um, and we don't play them at the JV or JVR level. And so, um, as Coach Shipper said last year when we played him, he says, don't worry about this team. <laughs> so, I don't know much about Cherokee this year, so I'll let Coach Shipper, if he wants to chip in on this, he sure can. 
Don't worry about this, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> they might be uh, listening, right. and I don't care. So, <laughs> October 1, we play Unity at Unity, or is this at home? Oh, that's at yeah, Unity. Is that the, okay. Uh, so, they went 5-4 and four last year, lost in the first round of playoffs. Uh, last year's game, we won 48-0. to zero. I think we had a lot of big plays and a lot of interceptions, if I remember right. Yep. Yeah, they remember. Freshman quarterback. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's so. tough. Uh, we don't play at the JVR or the JV level, um, so don't know too yeah. much about what they got coming back. That'll be interesting. Sophomore quarterback, I guess. It'll be a sophomore quarterback. Yeah. 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 They got a good receiver back. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They, they've always had a solid defense, solid offense. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very they well They play as tough usually yeah. on, on defensively. Oh, yeah. They, so... I mean, they lost that first-round playoffs, but we got that film, too. They had every chance to beat, clearly. They, they did. Yeah, they did. That's right. right. They, were, they, were, yeah, they that's had a couple. Right. Of, how many turnovers did they have in that yeah. game? Oh, like, like six, yeah. right? Yeah. They fumbled yeah, the ball six. like four For or five sure, times. Six, yeah. yeah, it was definitely yeah. six. And then, yeah, and they almost beat Clear Lake at Clear Lake. Yeah. But uh, moving on, week seven, we will be at uh, home, uh, October 8th versus Sheldon. Uh, Sheldon, uh, we, we beat them last year 55-0. to zero. Uh, they were 3-6 and six and lost in the first round of the playoffs. They made the playoffs. They lost to the eventual state champ, Southeast Valley. Um, don't, really, yeah, don't really know much, but they, they, did have a, they do have a pretty talented uh, going to be juniors or going to be, yeah, I think they're going to be yeah. juniors. It was yep. a decent uh, grade for them. Um, yeah, I think we've beaten them by basically by 35 points of JVR and JV level the last few years. Sheldon's always we'll got see. some pretty good skill guys. Yeah, I usually. Mean, they can always sell the ball really well and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Uh, finishing off with Okoboji, Coach Postma. Don't know much about them except that we're going to kick their butt. Um, <laughs> I, you know, of, of that, we kind of play two schedules, first half, second half. First half, pretty good, pretty tough, obviously. Second half, the way I see it, probably Unity will be the improved team of the four. Um, Okoboji's always got some pretty good kids. We don't play them in the lower levels. Um, uh, you know, some of the things you like to say on nights like this, you just hope our guys are listening. Um, this is one of them games where, where we're going to be we're going to be getting ready for a playoff run, and we're going to get after these guys because I don't think they'll be real good. Get to play on their new turf field. Yep, telling it like it is. Um, They they ran the crap out of the ball last year. I don't think they they threw the ball. They got threw the ball against this one time last year. And they've always got some pretty good, pretty good athletes. You know, I don't know if they threw the ball twenty times all season. No, I'm saying I don't think they threw it one time against us. I'm talking twenty total passes the whole season. I don't know if they did. Yeah, I mean, Coach Lovkus, we used to do that quite a bit too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we used to win oh, football yeah. games doing it. <laughs> um, we didn't used to do it just to keep the clock running. I mean, so it wouldn't get ugly. We did give up like a hundred yard rusher that game. So just saying, Dewey's giving we, lots hey, of hey room uh, to improve yeah. ammo. Just ammo, saying, yeah, room to improve. He did keep, okay. he'd keep that guy in there for most of the game to get to that hundred yards. The, the game was well in the end. Yeah, well. That's Still a good point. gave up a hundred yard rusher. That is that is <laughs> not good enough, point. is it, Keith? No, yep. stats are stats, right? <laughs> yeah. When you look back in ten years, all it's going to say hundred yards rushing. It's not going to say you got him against our sophomores. 
It's going to say 45 gonna, to Yeah, I was pretty sure it's going to say 45 to 14. <laughs> it ain't going to okay, be an asterisk okay. behind it. Right. That's the best stat right there, Travis. Win, I don't care. You guys can sit here and Good get fat with a the P then and say it's, it's okay to give up 100-yard rushers. <laughs> hey, I'm with you. I finally agreed with the defensive coach. We've got to make him throw the ball, right, Lupkus? Yep. We're going to make him throw the ball. We didn't do it very good last year because they didn't throw the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Step on your own bomb. I don't care. 100 yards on 60 plays. <laughs> Still give him 100 yards. We don't care. Give him 100 yards. <laughs> fat with the P, guys. Getting fat with the P. Uh, finish off the season. Uh, first round is October 22nd. Uh, second round is October 29th, the quarters are October 5th, and the semis the 13th, and the state championship is November 19th. So kind of finish off the, the rest of the calendar there. But um, so, so, Coach, yep. we haven't even really talked about this as a staff. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, where, where are our ex expectations of this team? Once again, I hope our guys are listening to this. I would say I think our expectations, which have been all summer long going into the fall, is going gonna, is, is gonna to be anything short of what we want it to be is going to be a disappointment. And that's, I think our guys know that. We've preached it. They, they know it. Um, you know, we've got, we got a group of guys that know how to win. Um, Starting at the top. They've got to carry that on. You know, and and they, they look at last season as some of the things that happened. Um, throughout that season to, to improve on this year. So, um, you know, it's, it's, and that's, that's a big thing for us as a coaching staff and as community and everything else. It's not that we failed last year, but we didn't get to where we wanted to be. And, um, you know, it's one of those deals where um, our guys, us as a coaching staff, know where we need to be. And we, we got a lot of work to get there. Um, we've had a good summer to, to prepare for that process to start um but yeah you know the side the other side of things I'm, i mean how do you how do you not excited about it you know? yeah no. and that thing i think our guys are excited like there is no doubt about it you know i i watch our guys go i mean i watched them go to north washington this last week and compete in basketball and watching them run around it's like they're, they're competing at a high level every day they wait, walked in the weight room they had a good attitude there wasn't much yep. sitting around um the acceleration part of it you know the, the old saying winners win because that's what winners do. It's been a good start to that, yeah. to that saying throughout this yeah. time. So yeah. our guys are winning uh, on court, off the court, on the field, off the field, wherever it may be. We had a great wrestling camp, great baseball season. So, I mean, everything that's put together now. Had some purple ribbons at the fair. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we did. On. Yeah. Trevor won the pig show yeah, today. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Sheesh. Trevor. Yeah. yeah. The only downside of that is he probably wants to go to the state fair. <laughs> <laughs> the old hogger coach is going to let the hog go. Yeah, the, hog, the hog's got to stay home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, going, going back to the winning mentality, it, I was talking to Zach in the weight room. I said, hey, how basketball camp go? How things go? And I was, we were talking about the teams they played, whatever. And I said, so just, just – Starting the conversation, I said, so, you know, you played a lot of teams up there. Who, who's the best team? And he gave me the look of, well, you dumb idiot. It was us. We, we were, you know. And we, he said, we, we were. I said, oh, yeah, that's what I expected you to say. And he says, we didn't even have Reese. He was sitting on the bench. I said, well, all right then. You know, that, that just that, that mentality, you know, we, I think all our kids got to kind of encompass that whole mentality and, 
I, I appreciate that. And they're like we we've talked. We're they're competitive with each other, so it's it's good to see that. Yeah, and I th- I I think uh, their expectations of themselves are quite high. I know ours are quite high. Um, but we've we've mentioned this a time or two here already this summer, and these and I, again I hope the kids are listening because uh, we've we've all been around this quite a while. We've had a lot of success as coaches. We've had some great kids, great teams, etc. And 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 this is this bunch is no different. But they need they need to know that where where we're taking them is where they want to go, and that when and I, I'll just. I'll just give you the quote that I use a couple times we have is when you guys are good, we'll tell you you're good. They're not there yet. And, and, and we all know it. They may not always know it because they're young, young, good athletes, tough, good kids, but they're not where they need to be yet to be very honest with you. And they're not even close as most teams aren't. But when we get there, We'll tell them. We'll know it. We'll tell them. And, of course, we're not going to do that until we raise up that big trophy. So I'm just telling you boys out there listening tonight, that's when we'll tell you you're good, is when you reach your goals, reach our goals, reach our expectations. You talk about goals and expectations. You know, one of the things I, I like that we've, one of the things we've been doing in the past is making the kids set their own goals, and then we post them. And when they're younger, we make them do three three current and two long-term goals. Um, and they have to do that as ninth graders, they do it as 10th graders, and then the varsity does just the current season goals. But uh, you know, this group, both of these groups of juniors and seniors, for two years in a row, have had very, very high long-term goals. And talking about them knowing what, where they, where, what their expectations are, um, I think they're well aware and we're well aware of what uh, where we need to be at the end of the season mm-hmm. to consider yeah. it. A it's probably on us on a daily basis yeah. to remind them what it Correct. takes to get there. I, I, I think. Yeah, you know, to set yeah. the expectations is one thing, yeah. or to have the aspirations to attain those goals. But what are you going to do to get there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that and that's a part of you know. And I listen to Coach Blatt, Todd Blatt, the now the son of Kurt Blatt from Harlan this last week on this podcast, and one this Matt Lautner asked him. He goes, "What's the difference?" between your guys' program and everybody else's, and why do you win state championships like you do? And, he, and his, I think his, basically what he said, he goes, our, our, our attention to small details is better yeah. than anybody else. Meaning that they, there's nothing that slides by them that is not a detail. Must it, overanalyze things then, mm-hmm. is what they do. He's not an engineer, <laughs> but anyway. Right, right, <laughs> they analyze it to the perfect level. They're not engineer. They don't, you know, they don't go above they, and beyand. They don't overanalyze. They just, yeah. they oh. they just analyze it just right. Just right. Always. The oh. perfect oh. analyzation. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the first response he gave. Is yeah. de- you guys are buying into things. Things. Yeah. yeah. And so that, again, for us, that's a very great reminder as our coaching staff, and I feel like we're pretty good at it, but in order to improve on that aspect of it, hold our kids accountable to a higher standard, standard throughout practice and everything else that we do. And so um, it's been uh, just part of the process, I guess. Um, talking a little bit, uh, tomorrow we have our Central Lion yeah. uh, Boost Club Golf Tournament. Um, still looking for a te- couple teams. So we're still a couple teams short. So we will all be there, I think. Well, six of us at least are golfing. 
I'm going, but I ain't golfing. Well, okay, so, <laughs> seven so Coach Postman's going to be driving around with a boom right. box, I don't know boom about box that. in the back of his golf cart. I don't know about playing. that. Either, oh, country. Old, old school country. <laughs> little little, little, little Hank, Hank Williams. Hank so, Williams Jr. So, so if you want to come out to the golf course country. tomorrow, let's get listen to Me and my, and my rowdy friends have settled down. That type he can of catch so, a back shoulder so that, fade <laughs> over one of our corners, but he can't golf. He can't golf. I can hey, golf. I you, just haven't done it for a long, long time. You and I don't want to lose to you. That's the main reason. <laughs> Thank you. That's all you need to say. Hey, are you going to have <laughs> you going to have any beer on this golf cart you're going to drive around? Or are you um, going to be our golf cart girl? Or <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer your question. Depends on what kind of beer they got. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, Central Line Booster Club uh, putting on their uh, uh, second annual golf tournament fundraiser. Um, but if anyone wants to, uh, you know, you can't make it, but you want to give something, you drop it off at the golf course or get a contact coach even or myself yep, or my so wife. She's actually the only Booster Club member, but we'll do anything. Booster Club does a lot for our program, wrestling program, uh, obviously, all, all, all the programs, it, it, every the money, program. the money goes back to the kids. Yeah. That's the biggest part. Uh, us coaching staff, we're going to be there. I know uh, uh, other coaching staffs are going to be yeah. out there supporting that program. So, I mean, it's a big, it's a, a big day for us. Uh, obviously, there's a fundraiser for a reason. The yep. money goes back to the kids. So uh, if you guys put a team together, you listen to this, uh, throw a team together, um, get signed up. We'll take you for we got a couple. Just show up, 3 o'clock. Yeah. We're a couple teams short, so get signed up. Uh, and uh, You might golf. even get to see Coach Postma. Yeah, might, might, might get to interact. You never get, know. Well, I might have to put on a clinic. I might just bring a football and to throw that over the shoulder. We'll, we'll get some practice. Get some practice. No, I didn't say over the shoulder. Oh, I think I said back shoulder. He is going to turn his head when he catches the ball. <laughs> turn my whole body. <laughs> no, no. All, all I'm thinking about is that scene from Little Giants when the kid gets the football launch in his helmet. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll bring a big face that tomorrow. <laughs> you know, Coach, you know, Coach, the other day, <laughs> the other day we were having a little practice with the young ones before the O'Gorman camp. Yeah. And I noticed that Weston Frecking was doing a really good job. So I went up there and I told him he was doing a really good job. And I said, Weston, do you know that I used to be a running back? He looked at me, no, 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 I didn't. I said, yeah. So when I see a running back doing a good job, I know what I'm talking about. And he believed me. So <laughs> he believed me. <laughs> <laughs> he was young, but you're selling. Young and dumb. Young and dumb. I'll guarantee he remembers I, I, it. Yeah, oh, he, he does a good job. He, yeah, he, has he did done, do a very good job, Al Gorman. He's done a really good job. He, I thought Matt Elber played really well. Yeah, the quarterback. Yeah. Those guys. So I, might, I might add, going back, and I was going to say this, uh, going back to that, to my analysis of that Boyd Hall Rock Valley game, our first game. We got, we got like Josh Albert, you mentioned it, Curtis. We got Josh Albert and Noah Tahark coming into that game. Boy, those boys will be chomping at the bit. That, that's going to be their first game back. We might have put them on kickoff just to get that first hit. Yeah. yeah oh, they're that's on an kickoff. idea. That's a good and, idea. And they're that, on kickoff. They can just be on kickoff, not just Just that, that alone is exciting. Correct. No, really, it, it, wrong, it, it, but it is. I think it opening is. that game, Noah Tark no. made the kick. Made the yeah. Tackle yeah. He made the right. first four for, tackles yeah. in the game, for sure. And then he got hurt. About the fifth play of the game, yeah. So that'll be cool. Yeah. I did want to mention that. And talking about O'Gorman, I got to give credit to uh, lots of credit to Coach Engel and Coach Shipper for getting those 10th graders ready to uh, go to yeah. that team camp. We had, they had three practices 
before we went to O'Gorman yeah. to team camp. <laughs> and those and guys, I don't know. I, we did a pretty I, darn good I, job. I don't know if anybody from O'Gorman is listening or not, but our young guys kick their butt. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I, I give it to the kids because they, they have to take a hold of that. And those three days is like, all right, let's try to cram this stuff. Yeah, but it, we, it, it, we didn't have very many of them either because yeah. there's some that some of them couldn't make it. It, it starts with uh, Matt Elbert does an incredible job at quarterback. He just kind of runs that huddle. He gets all them guys mm-hmm. going, and Wesson does a great job. Our big boys up front, even about? if even if they don't know what they're doing, they just they just go hard. They yeah, just get, get after, after it. Somebody. It's like guys, just go hard. You know th- that that you class that people. class is not like a, a class that's like gonna set school records in any other sports. But they're all kind of gritty tough. You know, yeah. Jack, Jack Kroll, Sam, Weston, Matt. Um, Bunch you, of good kids. You just got some guys in that and Typical CLCLGLR kids. Little edge, like yeah. it's yeah. almost like a – it's not like an arrogance edge, but you know what I'm saying? Like kind of mm-hmm. like a mm, – yeah. yeah. They, they, might, they might be one of the groups that shows the, that has shown the most improvement year yes. over year over year um, going through the program. Yeah, there's no doubt. I don't know if they won a game in seventh grade. And they won, five, well, they won five, five games as a freshman. We've five had that before. Out. Yep. There's, yeah. there's been improvement. And those guys are having fun. They're flying around. So there's no doubt that there's a big part of it, you know. It, it's going to be a – I feel like oh, – I know going into this season we got a lot of depth, a lot of positions that need to be battled out yet, a lot of guys that, you know, did play last year, including guys that got hurt, but positions that are going to be – they're going to compete for. And that's what – you need to have that if you want to have a good team. Yep. Nobody wants a team that positions are handed to them. No. Yep. And, we, you know, we've had almost that situation in the past that time. So this is going to be a fun season in that. And, you know, there's going to be kids that are disappointed because they're not, you know, playing as much as they, they think they should, you know, they should. Which, But still a, playing a key role. But playing a key team. role. Like, yeah. that's the biggest part. Like, that's a huge, huge deal for those guys. And so yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see how things play out um, and get our season started where, um, or a week, two weeks away from Monday, we start, right? Or Wednesday. Week, a week, or, Wednesday. yeah. yeah. Wednesday. Actually, we have dead week coming up. Dead yeah, week, dead week, and then a week from that Wednesday oh, we start. Oh, so. baby. So, yeah, Mini Coach Post must start walking. To get your no, no. Oh, no, no, I don't have I'm, I want you to know yeah, that I, with my, with my hired men, <laughs> yes. I have put over 1,200 bales of hay into my hay mile this summer. I thought but, we but, talked about getting him a Segway. You know, I wasn't going to mention this. <laughs> but but, but how, how many of those bales did you actually did touch? You, you, know, say you just talked about <laughs> I unload every men. one of them. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, there we go. That's I saw I you on the tractor when I drove by, and there was a bunch of high school kids <laughs> you on, know, the, I, on the It would be more track, impressive if you said I, I didn't have any hired men, and I put away no. – I wasn't going to go on Working the record like with a this. Dog. But I'm I want to know about the Schulte boys. How many bales does the Schulte boys touch? <laughs> they handled everyone. No. <laughs> I unloaded them all today, and they handled half of them each. Oh, oh so the, you did more than they so did. So here's the deal. Oh, okay. okay. Being you got me all fired up now. <laughs> we got some young, younger guys sitting amongst us, huh, Keith? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be careful, young guys. My knees don't hurt no more. I'm losing weight. <laughs> you might have trouble keeping up with me, Mitchell. Back Be careful. Shoulder. Back shoulder. I don't Just know. telling you. Be I'm careful. I'm going to start using, maybe, maybe use uh, Coach Postma for some drills a little yeah, bit. Yeah, rabbit drill. Here we go. Yeah, rabbit just, drill. I have just, just so Wink, drill. Just so Winkle doesn't run the seven-man sled and knock me on my butt. <laughs> hey, I was, I was going to ask this earlier. So, 
This is we got a new seven. We got a new sled. Yes, I like this it. This is your third. It's a five man. Yeah, but yeah. this is your third sled. Yes, it is. So far in your career. Yes, hey, it is. You won't. You've you outlasted two of those things. <laughs> yeah. Not a boy. Hey, you won't have to worry about falling off anymore because we got, we yeah. have the Postma perch now yeah. on the new <laughs> new does it, sled. Does it have a chair? No, but it, it doesn't got, have a chair. It's got, it has two, handles. A, it's got it's two, two handles. handles. Had an interesting discussion two about handles. that with Jack Van Drive Rye. it, drive it, drive it, drive Jack, it. Jack, Jack, we're talking, together. We're talking about the new sled, and I called it a seven-man sled, mm. you know. And Jack said, no, Coach, it's a five-man sled. And I said, yeah, that's right, Jack. So that's two less guys to move me around. <laughs> <laughs> but the good news is is that I'm losing weight, so there will be less of me to move around. <laughs> well, we Jack, Jack thought that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> but I'll just make him go a little bit further maybe or something like that. Jack has new pain, five, huh? has new pain. Has new, pain has new pain on the bottom. She's going to be sliding for a, oh, really yeah. for a while. Yeah, until we wear that pain yeah, out. Then yeah. it might Jack, slow down. I, I, I'm, I'm looking at his dad over here. Jack and I, we think alike. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, makes oh, a lot of sense. Oh. Yeah, they're, they're scared. They're scared. That scares now. these guys, but that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah. I tell you what, those two big hosses on the right side, we're going to lean on them, and that's him and Max. We're going we're yeah, to lean on yeah, them. Yeah, be yeah. a good right side. That's Maybe right. we should move the it's perch exciting. to the right side. Can we move the perch? Can we move it over? Wait, <laughs> actually, is it a portable gap? Portable, portable perch. Portable, portable. You guys are all laughing, but it is portable. You can move it. You can oh move it on one goodness. side of that. Yeah, we can put can it in the B it. gap. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Right, you can move it. I'll just, I'll make, I'll make perch. I'll make Jack move it right in front of where he's gonna be. But the good news is I'm losing weight, less of me to move. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the most important part, yeah. yeah. Even, you know, even when we had a seven-man, though, we only had five guys on it, so. No. The last few years. We tried to get seven on oh, it. Oh, we did? Yeah. Okay, okay. Except one day Winkle went all by himself. <laughs> caught me off guard. <laughs> no perch. I'm rolling on my back. Thank God it didn't get on video. Oh, <laughs> no. It was terrible. <laughs> By the way, I, I was gonna. I, I'll make the joke now, but I was gonna. When you're talking about back shoulder throw, I thought maybe you're gonna catch it on your shoulder while you're laying on your back, <laughs> no, no. trying to turn around. I'll move, I'll, I got. I got. I move my feet right. Okay. Don't worry. You do realize you over the shoulder is easier than a back shoulder. I used to do when I was a running back. Yeah. I uh, I did it once. Twenty eight <laughs> power pass. I, I did it once. Power pass. <laughs> I did it once when I scored a touchdown. I gave it a little Heisman pose. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> I can do it. Who threw it to you? No, it was a running play. Oh, I, I thought was, you were talking about I the was, back shoulder I, pass. No, no, I was a fullback. No, I know. I thought you were talking about I caught three passes in my career as a fullback. That's Coach Nall's fault. He would not <laughs> throw it to me. I won't either with Tom Roach in the back. Field. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say, too, you got Jarvis and Tom. How did you even carry the ball? <laughs> to be honest with you, I think I caught more passes than they did. But they did run it a little bit more, yeah. That's like, you're, now you're starting to sound like a wide out. They didn't throw me the ball enough. <laughs> you know, there's, there's two things that to finish off here, but number one is, is so Gable and Caden will be two, three-year starter linebackers for us. Yep. I'm a little nervous about Gable this year because I think the guy welds like 14 hours a day. <laughs> so I'm a little concerned about his eye vision coming down. Well, who's got control of that, just, for heaven's <laughs> sakes? I'm a little worried. <laughs> 
<laughs> as long as he doesn't get archive, we're fine. Yeah, no archive allowed. Does he have good eye protection? Does he have good eye protection? Okay, we, okay we're good. We're good. And so the, sec- the second part of this is that, so I learned recently that our quarterback, who's Mr. Iowa stud or whatever, has never been on a roller coaster. What? <laughs> no. So guess what we're doing next week? Arnold's Park. No, we're going to Valley Fair. <laughs> oh! Does mom and dad know this yet? Puke. No. <laughs> hey, Put him on the puker. Does he need Miles to sit next to him? Yeah, they, <laughs> Hold his hand. Yeah. No. He needs Renly, your daughter. That kid ain't holding hands with my daughter. <laughs> get, the one, get the one-year-old out there. <laughs> That'll be good. So, yeah, yeah, he's never tell him not to tell you your, anything. Keep your phone handy. You might have to yeah, videotape never, something. Never, so really, you know, do they have one of those pictures? They, do they take oh, a picture? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, you got to buy oh, that one. It, it, you imagine the line that's going to get to the get up there and he's seen that thing go straight up. I, you, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm so he, he took, I, I he took my – But anyway, let's listen to Coach Ingle because this is actually a really funny story. So, <laughs> so yeah. he, he took my class in May term, and we're on we're shingling the house. And so he – he didn't tell me he was scared to go on the roof. And so he, he – t- I give him credit. He kind of toughed it out. And the – the skyjack took him up, and he got on the roof. So he's scared of heights. <coughs> he's terrified of heights. Okay. Terrified. <laughs> so he got on the ridge, <coughs> and he, his feet, like moved a centimeter each step, <laughs> all the way down. And Graham is literally halfway down the roof, and he is rolling on the roof because he's like, "Look at him! He can't even move!" <laughs> then, then, oh. he, then he proceeds to get on the scaffolding, right? Yep. And coaching, what happened when he got on the scaffolding? So he this is our <coughs> Iowa commit quarterback. So he he did he did snail walk it across the ridge, and he sat down. He says, "Coach, I'm not moving." So I said, "You're fine." So now he doesn't want to go back the other direction and go to the skyjack. I said, the only other way down is the scaffolding right here. You got to walk. He's like, I got to walk all the scaffolding. I said, yeah. I said, so he walked down, <laughs> snailing all the way down to the edge. And he's just like, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. And I said, okay, well, I'll, I'll go down the scaffolding, grab my hand. Did I'll you walk. get this on video? Yes, it is. But Graham, oh, yeah. <laughs> Graham, 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 Graham. So he got on the top of the scaffolding. So now he's got to crawl on the side and grab a hold and, you know, go take the ladder down. We're on top of the scaffolding. I said, well, now you got to, you got to, you kind of got to get on your knees. You got to kind of swing your leg. He says, I got to do what? <laughs> I said, I, I, coach, I can't, I can't do that. I said, well, I'm right here. I'll, I'll grab you or whatever. He says, ha, 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 I can't do it. He's like, he's like. Ha. <laughs> Grandma Judy feels like she's failed. I was shaking so he had eaten on to me like his life depended on it. He was my pulling my shirt. He had my arm like. And Graham is at the bottom. He's holding the phone, just going, "Oh my God! I can't believe it! This is our." He kept saying, "This is our stud quarterback. Here he is." He's just in the. Oh, he it. gets he gets down and it's just like. So you, you didn't have to call Mark in. <laughs> <laughs> you better take him on the kitty rides to start. Yeah, you better, better work up to this. You better get him no, on the, you just got to dive in because if you do a kitty ride and get scared, you're never getting him all the time. <laughs> well, so I took him to, up to the, I took him up to the pigskin preview, 
in the old uh, uh, Chevy uh, Impala. And he's like, oh, I'm used to this. My dad always made me hit the brake on when I was sat over here. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you hit the brake on me, I'm throwing you out of the car. <laughs> but he, then he proceeded to tell me, he goes, you know, when you go to the, all these amusement parks, like kids die. I go, yeah, yeah there's a chance of that. <laughs> so he's, really try, he's really trying to talk himself out of this already. So he, I, don't, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. He might drive up there and he might sit in the car for five hours. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of other stuff to do there. <laughs> Are you bringing Trevor with too? You know, I, we, haven't, we haven't discussed who's going oh, yet. Okay. But that, I just, I Coach, hey, maybe maybe Coach even once made Trevor go to the top of a water park, all like 20 stories. Oh, oh yeah, I did that. And Trevor too. got to the top and wouldn't go, so he made him walk all the way back down. <laughs> After he started crying. After he started crying. <laughs> I'm sure your patience was really. Oh, Trevor? Just, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So good. He was so like good. 12 years old, balling. I'm just going to tell you, don't take Graham with the roller coaster because Graham was giving him the business the whole time. I ain't going to help the situation. No, oh, no, no. <laughs> Somebody hold his hand. We do. The, the, our kids do a good job of keeping each other humble and bringing yeah. each other oh, yeah. down. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah, they're good boys. Yeah, well, great kids. A couple weeks away, so. Yeah. Uh, Let's great, go Lions. Great podcast. Appreciate you guys coming out tonight. Thanks to the families that came out. Uh, a shout out to Coach Jager over there who does our, our painting of our fields. Um, does an extremely good job. Uh, Especially this summer doing it for summer seven on seven. Summer, yeah. Was a yeah. godsend. Yeah. So, again, I saw him sitting over there. Big shout out to, the, to, to Coach Jager and what he does for our program. Oh, so me. Thanks to Dan for letting us host another podcast episode yeah, here. Yeah, only if he gives us free beer, but we'll talk about that later. So, um, <laughs> wow, uh, no good stuff. But I uh, appreciate everything. Thanks, guys, and uh, we'll look see forward you, to next season. See you week one. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone, and remember to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. As a reminder, our 2022 Touchdown Club sales will start on Wednesday, August 3rd, and you can purchase a membership from any football player or just contact a coach, and we'll make sure you get a form. Our season will start at home versus Boyden Hall Rock Valley on Friday, August 6th. We hope to see you all there in the stands for another great year of CLGLR football.